J.M. and the A.M. Friday, Erev Shabbos, uh, Parshas Re'eh, with candle lighting at 724 on this Erev Shabbos. Had a couple of things I wanted to get to before... Uh, oh, first of all, Rabbi Yudin is coming up, and I want to remind everybody, as the cycle of the Parshios is about to begin again in October, Bezrat Hashem, after the, after the holidays, uh, Rabbi Yudin has a beautiful book that we spoke about at length last year. Rabbi Benjamin Yudin on the Parsha. He actually subtitles it, Tomorrow We Have the Privilege. Anybody who's a regular listener knows why he did that. <laughs> uh, so check it out. I want to re- recommend to everybody that you have it at your Shabbos table, starting with Shabbos Bereshis or even earlier. It's called Rabbi Benjamin Yudin on the Parsha. You could search for it. And we wish Rabbi Yudin continued Hatzlacha with that project, uh, which is, of course, an outgrowth of his amazing work here for... A long, long time here at JM in the AM and before JM in the AM. This time each and every Friday morning, every Arab Shabbos, with great pleasure, we present Rabbi Benjamin Uden, spiritual leader of Congregation Shomrei Torah in Fairlawn, New Jersey, to address the entire listening audience concerning the Torah portion of the week. Good morning, Rabbi Uden. Good morning, Nachum. Good Arab Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas Re'eh. Pasha Sra'eh, according to the Chinuch, contains 55 mitzvos. It is an especially rich Parsha. You have in Pasha Sra'eh, at the beginning, the very significance of Yerushalayim, even though it is not mentioned by name, but the idea that Yerushalayim is an extension of the Mikdash, that Korbanos, many of which were eaten in Yerushalayim, and the whole idea of Maaser Sheni being eaten in Yerushalayim. And you should just know that Yerushalayim has as a halachic basis that is an extension of Mikdash. When Rosh Hashanah falls out on a Shabbos, they blow the shofar in the base of Mikdash. And according to some, in Yerushalayim as well. There's a mitzvah to take the Esrogel Lulav in the Beis HaMikdash all seven days. Some say this applies to Yerushalayim as well. You have in this week's parsha at the beginning of chapter 14, Bonim Atem Lashem I suggest that you go through the Ramban. This is the beginning of chapter 14 and the Ramban, therefore, talks about some of the basic philosophy of Avelos, of our laws of mourning, that really it is a concession to us, and we are not mourning for primarily the deceased, but rather the Torah allows the individual to mourn his state of now being lacking in that relationship. You have at the end of the parsha, the parsha of Moadim, that we read on many of the holidays whenever we say Yiskor on the last day. And finally, you have in this week's parsha the mitzvah of Tzedakah, which I'd like to focus on this morning. And for us to realize that the mitzvah of Tzedakah points out the altar of Kelm, which is Rabsimcha Zisel Ziv, who was one of the foremost 
students of Rabbi Yisrael Salanta that the primary mitzvah of tzedakah is not only the actual giving of the check or giving of the money or the food to the poor but that the mitzvah Bishle Musa the mitzvah of charity in its completeness is through this mitzvah one is to ideally attain and fulfill the mitzvah of v'yohavta l'reyacha kamocha, which means that you are to empathize, you are to feel for the needy kamocha, as if you were literally in that state. And he gives the following example, that if a person himself, unfortunately, had not eaten for a day or more, so when they will get to eat, the probability is they're not going to say to themselves, ah, I now have a chance to fulfill the biblical mitzvah as found in Parshas for Eschanan v'nishmartem od l'nafsho seichem that you have a responsibility of taking care of the body which God has given you rather you're going to eat at such a time because there's a natural strong instinctive urge to eat you are to empathize and feel as much as you can with the plight of the next one and you are to perform the mitzvah not because the Torah says give charity you are to perform the mitzvah because I feel for the next one and in reality we can substantiate this teaching of the altar of Kilm by the Maharal based upon the Rashi at the end of Parshas Yisro. In Parshas Yisro, the Torah says, Im Mizbach Adama Taseli. Now, Im spelt Aleph Mem literally means if. The Pasuk would then mean if you were to make an altar of earth so the Torah then goes on to tell us some of the specific laws of the Mizbeach you're not to use a metal instrument to cut the stones etc however the word Im Rashi tells us in the name of Rabbi Yishmael that there are three verses in the Torah where the Torah uses the word im, but it's translated properly by Art Scroll and others, not as im, meaning if, but rather when. When you build a Mizbeach, these are the laws. In Parshas Mishpatim, im kesef talveh esami, doesn't mean if you lend money to the poor, but when you lend money to the poor, you are not to charge interest. The Maharal asks, why? Why does the Torah couch it in Im? 
as if it were an if. And the answer that he gives very brilliantly is as follows. The Torah doesn't want to command the Jew to give charity as if, look, I have no choice, this is what I have to do. No, just the opposite. You are to give because you want to give. You are to give because you feel for the needs and the plight of the next one, that it's literally kamocha. If you were in this state, you would want someone to help you. You are going to help him because you feel for him. And there is a very significant story I can share with you to substantiate this idea. And that is the former mashkiach in Lakewood, Rav Nassan Meir, Wachfogel, Zechat Tzadik Levracha, told of an incredible incident which happened to him when he was still in Kelm. And what happened was as follows. It was as we are now approaching Chodesh Elul and this Tuesday and Wednesday is Rosh Chodesh. Wednesday is the first day of Elul. One night in Elul, Rav Vogel had a dream. And what was his dream? That Rabbeinu Yonah was coming to his town. And Rabbeinu Yonah was going to give a shmooze before Yom Noroyim. Everybody was coming to the Beis HaKnesses, excited about the presence of this most prestigious individual. And when it came time to him to enter the Beis HaKnesses, the Gabai, literally the person at the door, stopped him from entering. He told him his name, it didn't help. He mentioned his father's name, his grandfather's name. All his teaching of Torah didn't help. And so finally he said, Do you know who my son is? My son is Reb Nachum Velvo. When the watchman heard that, he allowed him to enter. Immediately in the morning, he sent for his son and he said, Menachem, Menachem Delvo, tell me, what did you do to allow me to get in? The son had no choice but to tell his father that the son unfortunately needed a new pair of shoes for the winter. And He just could not afford them. He put away, literally, a few coins each week. And after many, many weeks, he had seen a pair of shoes in the shoemaker's window. He went and he purchased these shoes that he needed badly for himself. Not long after, there was a knock on his door one cold snowy winter night and Ramnachum saw 
a poor individual who was not even dressed sufficiently needed a winter coat gave him warm food and was walking him to the door when he noticed my goodness that he literally did not have shoes he didn't blink those shoes which he had saved up for those shoes which he needed because the ones that he had were passable but not really adequate it was those shoes that he gave to the poor man said the mashkiach Rav Nassim Meir to his son Nachum you should know that it was in that schus I was able to go and hear the shmooze of Rabbeinu Yonah this is what the Torah wants of us the Torah wants that tzedakah is to transform us in the second chapter of Rus we find that Naomi says to her daughter-in-law who comes back from Boaz's field laden with grain and so Naomi asks where were you today in whose field and Rus answers Shem Ho'ish Asher Imo Hayom Boaz the name of the man that I did for him today was Boaz what do you mean that you did for him after all Boaz was the one that facilitated your getting the grain say our rabbis such a powerful idea Yoseer more than more than what the benefactor gives the poor person does the poor individual the recipient actually do for the benefactor and what's the answer my friends Rus transformed Boaz into a giver she gives him the opportunity to literally transform his character. This coming Wednesday, the Spartan begin the recitation of Slichos. We Ashkenazim wait until the week before Rosh Hashanah. In Slichos, what does the Gemara say? The Gemara says that Yasu Lefanai Kaseder Hazer. We are literally to do this prescribed order meaning to recite these verses of the Yud Gimumidos as found in Parshas Kisisa Hashem Hashem Kiel Rachum V'chanon and what does it mean Ya'asu it means that we're not just simply to recite it but we are to incorporate these 13 attributes of Hashem as the 611th mitzvah of the Olachto Bidrachov, Mahu Afata. Just as God is Rachum, He is Chanun, He is merciful, so are we to be. And so the mitzvah of Tzedakah is literally to change and to transform ourselves. This is the greatness of this mitzvah. And I close with the Gemara and Baba Basra, required reading, Daf Yud Amar Aleph, where Tunisrufus Russia says to Rabbi Akiva, if God loves the poor, why doesn't he take care of them 
himself. And what's Rabbi Kiva's answer? His answer is, of course Hashem can take care of it himself. Ella the reason why Hashem sets up the system of giving charity is that the benefactors, the ones who give, will therefore be saved from the judgment of Gehenna. Wow! The next time that a poor person knocks on the door or a Meshulach a legitimate person collecting for a legitimate institution, instead of, God forbid, telling your child, tell him I'm not home, not only are we teaching our child to lie, God forbid, but we don't realize, ultimately, who is helping whom. Not only should you greet the person that comes to your door, but save upon him your foes, give what you can. If you can't give more, apologize. But treat him with respect, realizing that he is helping you become the ultimate mensch that you can and attain the Ahafta, the Reacha, Kamocha. And now we know why it's Shuva, Tefillah, and Staka, and not Shuva, Tefillah, and other mitzvos that are Ma'avirin, Ezroa, Hagzeira. Shabbat Shalom to all.